wonderful people. So I haven't done a podcast in a couple of days. I've had a few things going on, and um, I actually am working on something very special. So I am actually starting up a second podcast. Now, this one's going to be more personal um, and, you know, talking about health, wealth, and happiness because if you didn't know, I am an author, and I have five titles published. Um, I think three or four of them are in English and Spanish. I don't know how well they translated over from Spanish. But anyway, um, so I the, the last book that I had published uh, was called Double Down. And the podcast is going to be called Double Down. Now, Double Down was a book about, it was me doing a personal challenge for uh, 90 days to become a millionaire. And I had a number of um, avenues of income that I was going to work on that um, for. Now, right after I started and I ordered my books, because, you know, book selling was part of that, um, but right after I announced that and the week um, I was starting, I had travel plans to go all over, uh, mostly up and down the East Coast, um, but to, you know, meet with people, sell my book, um, just, you know, generate the, the energy there. And uh, I ended up flat on my bed, uh, back uh, in bed, sick, sicker than a dog. And could not figure out what was going on. The long and short of it is, after a lot of medical testing and all that, I found out that I have liver disease. And I was at a stage four. So, which out of, stage four out of four. So, four is as bad as it can get. Uh, there's other things that can, that can, can um you know, it can it can go even further, um, but there's four stages, and I was in the fourth stage. So, um, but at any rate, uh, I've been doing a lot of personal work and uh, really learning about my body and how to uh, get well and things like that. So I've been working on a lot of things, but basically that whole thing just got shut down as it was starting. So you know, I don't know, maybe there's some kind of divine uh intervention there maybe it, you know that wasn't the time I wasn't going to make it but I am going to start that back up I I thought about December 1st uh but honestly I don't have enough books uh or you know money to to travel like that um so I think that I I really need to generate a, a little bit of a different plan um as far as the startup now um that podcast, though, is going to be about more than just that. It's going to be just anything and everything. And that's just really like growing the following for, um, for that. Because I will be um, talking about Herbalife. I do sell Herbalife and I do sell Unique. And so I'll be talking about those. I will be podcasting. I'm going to be doing a lot of things on those. And so um, that, if you're interested in those types of things that will not be politics. Uh, so that's where I'm at with all of that. Um, I am working on some things, though, that are very special for this podcast. Now, this podcast will keep going, um, but I'm working on something very special for this podcast in particular, 
And I'm not going to share that with you yet because I'm still working on it. And it's really special. I'm really, really super excited. And um, so, you know, just hang with me. Um, yeah, wow. So now we have a lot to talk about. And my mouth, er, my throat's like really dry. So I'm going to have to constantly get sips of water here. But, but at any rate, so here we go. We got a lot of news going on here. A lot of news. Um, and I'm going to pull up my Facebook because I posted a lot of stuff on Facebook. And I'm going to, I, I want to make sure I get all of it out. I don't want to miss anything. So I don't know who listens to this. I have a very, this is a very small um, account. You know, I, I don't have a huge following. Uh, but you're welcome to share it. You know, everything helps. And um, and also, if you happen to find my podcast on Facebook or Twitter or you know any other social media and you click on it, um, there is a, the page that will come up does have uh, a link that you can click on to support my podcast and so there's like a one time or if you want to do a monthly donation um anything would be appreciative and and I will count it towards my million dollar my millionaire project how about that so yeah that'd be pretty awesome so we'll, we'll kind of run that in tandem um I am looking for these posts because we've got so much to talk about. It's so big. It's crazy. First of all, I want to say, just in case there, you know, anybody important is listening, um, uh, congratulations to General Flynn. He was pardoned today. And I feel like this is like a calm of some sort because uh, today is also JFK Jr.'s birthday. Now, I know that, you know, some people think he's dead. Some people think that he's faked his death and he's still around. Uh, if you're alive, happy birthday, JFK Jr. And if you're not, then you know we will we will just remember you in a, in happy thoughts. And uh, and your birthday is uh, turning out to be a really good day for even somebody else. Isn't that awesome? Um, today I did email President Trump. Now. You can do this from the White House uh, website. All you have to do really is Google, how do I email President Trump or the president? And it'll you, you click on that, it'll take you to the White House uh, website, and you can um, contact. And it says the fastest way to contact is by email. And so uh, you'll, you'll actually email through this site. So it won't be, it doesn't give like, it doesn't blast out an email address. So it's, everything is through the, the site. And that's probably a safety thing too. So at any rate, I did email President Trump and I told him, you know, that, you know, we're always thankful all year round, but we're always especially thankful on Thanksgiving. But, you know, I really wanted to say thank you to him and the Q team for all that, that he does. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that we don't even know about. We only here a little bit, okay, let's be honest. Uh, there's an absolute war going on here, and we just don't know everything. So the little bit that we do know, we can kind of 
imagine or fill in the blanks with the rest, but um, I know that he works very hard for us, and I did want to acknowledge that and, you know, send him blessings and, you know, um, for health, wealth, happiness, and, you know, that his cup overflows. So I'm, you know, was really excited to send that, and I hope that, you know, it's not too late because um, you can send an email. You can always send an email to him. Uh, I don't know if he reads those personally or if his, you know, um, maybe he has a, you know, somebody that reads that for him or to him or, you know, flags somebody who, you know, that, that sticks out or something for whatever reason. Maybe they only read those. I don't know. But it's always good to just just do it. Just do it. So that'll be through the uh, White House website. You can email. You can also call and leave a voicemail. Um, and I, I don't know. I think I've done that before as well. But at any rate, um, I sent an email today. Now, let's get down to... Oh... Here we go. I got the good stuff here. Let's see. Let me let me just not skip over anything. I just I wanted to read it in order though. All right. So, uh, yesterday was monumental. Uh, Trump did not concede, but agreed to a smooth transition. What does this mean, you ask? The GSA papers or letter states that Trump can fill any executive agency positions temporarily. Within 30 days, it has to be done, and and the position can last up to 120 days. Um, And so when he agreed to a smooth transition, um, he he was agreeing to this GSA uh, letter. Now, there's a little more to that, and I'm trying to read, and this is really bothering me. Let me turn that light off there. Um, so, now, think of Sidney Powell, right? Sidney Powell has been talking about, and we've been talking about, Sidney becoming the director of the FBI. And so, when Sidney was actually... When it came out in the news that she was not a part of the Trump legal team, well, she never was. Um, She was not fired from the Trump legal team. She was never hired to be on the Trump legal team. She was General Flynn's attorney, and he is not on the Trump legal team, okay? So I just want to clarify that, all right? Now, um... The other thing is, uh, if she, if it's very clear that she is not on his legal team, they they have to make that clarification because she has she has the ability when not being on his team, she can do subpoenas, she can do uh, have things investigated. She has so much more power not being on his legal team. So this is a good thing. Y'all don't panic. You know, a lot of people were, you know, really upset with Trump and wondering what the heck is going on. Y'all just finding reasons to, to dump Trump, and you got to stop that. you got to have some faith here. There's a plan, and it's working out. It's Everything is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, but also, 
Let's see. So she might become the director of the FBI because Ray is going to be uh, out and they're going to need a new one. Now, the other thing about this, the GSA letter, though, um, oh, and that was the other thing. She could not be an FBI director if she was on the Trump legal team. So it was... It's like many things all happen at once. Now, interestingly enough, this all happened right after she made her statement that she was going to release the Kraken. Okay, just all these people have been trying to guess, you know, what's, what is the Kraken? That's cool. Let's just go with it. Release the Kraken. Thinking that means, you know, there are 10 days of darkness. You know, let's just do it. Get it over with. Um, let's blast everybody and tell everybody sins, whatever. And, uh, you know, something else came up today. There was two things that uh, I, I learned today that actually is pretty cool. Uh, but let me pull this up. Um, we're going to talk about that, but get, let me finish this first thought here. I'm getting, I'm getting a squirrel here. All right. Uh, so appearance is everything. Oh, so right after... Uh, she said, release the Kraken. Trump basically says she's not a part of the legal team. So any, any, um, she wasn't fired because she was never hired, but she was, uh, it was declared just in case, there, so there's no impropriety here. Um, there, there's no miscommunication, no misunderstanding, you know, so she is free to become an FBI director, um, or, you know, whatever. She can carry on with all her regular duties that she could not do if she were on the Trump legal team. But the long and short of it is she said release the Kraken, and then, you know, this this happened. So, that so you know, somebody, somebody I think it might have been X-22, said, you know, that, that he pointed that out and said, you know, she said release the Kraken, and then that happened right after. Um... So, now, here's my take on things, okay? Um, Biden, under the GSA papers, has to provide all information about any ties with foreign countries, diplomats, you know, any, um, oh, let's see, um, conflicts of interest or foreign interest, or foreign national ties under the under the GSA. So um, when he agreed to a smooth transition, now they can't hold him to that until the president agrees to a smooth transition. So he agreed to a smooth transition if it is a free and fair election. Okay. Now we we have to go back a couple days too because fraud vitiates all contracts, right? So that is the Throckmorton um, case from 1880, 1878, I'm sorry. The Throckmorton, U.S. versus Throckmorton. Uh, it's 98 U.S. 61, where it says fraud vitiates all contracts. All right. So that now that's going back constitutional. Now, we already know that fraud vitiates contracts because that's within the UCC and the admiralty law that we, we're currently operating under. Now, Trump has taken it back to 
uh, or, you know, we're going back to uh, regular case law that was prior to that and uh, based on the Constitution, right? All right, so now with the, so the GSA papers. All right, so now Biden is going to have to disclose all this information and think about the laptop. Now, the laptop uh, will have to go into full disclosure. There's a lot of stuff on there that we know about, right? So he's going to have to do some full disclosure. They are absolutely screwed. They just got trumped. He just sodomized them with a steak knife sideways. And that must hurt. A lot. <coughs> so, we got that. Um, so I've been taking notes for days here, and then I've put a lot of stuff on Facebook. Um, but I've not been podcasting as much. So, um, then yesterday, Americans are dodging a major bullet. Thank you, President Trump. Now, we've talked about this in the podcast about dual timelines. Now, we're, gonna, we're really going to talk about this vaccine thing because this is a big deal, right? Um, the, okay, so we've had dual vaccine efforts. We have Trump doing his therapeutics, and then we have the actual vaccines, and I think there's three of them or something. Now, Trump's came out Tuesday. Now, Trump's is considered a cure and no, no side effects or nothing bad with that. It can't harm you if you don't need it and, you know, and you get it. It's, don't, it's not going to hurt anything. So we've got that. Now, by the end of the week, uh, the, I'm going to call it the Bill Gates. You know, there's, there's three different drug companies that are making it. But it's basically the Bill Gates uh, concept of the vaccine. And this, you know, we got to talk about this, Okay. There's a good and a bad to it. It's mostly bad. Um, but they're planning on having theirs done Friday. And there's been talk. Now, I, I don't think that they're going to be able to follow through with this, but there's been talk about within 24 hours, uh, they want to have everybody vaccinated. And that might be why we're all locked down. That's, you know, that's a lot of people with their fear-mongering bullshit on social media. They they are saying that they want to have everybody vaccinated within 24 hours. I don't think it's going to be this Friday. Uh, but I think that's their push or that's, you know, the things that they're talking about. Um, and, and I don't see Trump allowing that to happen. Now, if Trump doesn't win this election, then I guess anything's fair game. But we're going to win. I feel very confident about that. Um, but here's what I'm going to say. The, and, I, and I have a whole hit piece on the vaccine uh, and, and its contents. Now, it was a recording from a lady. It's on, it's on the radio. It's on my radio uh, station. And um, I, I think I'm actually probably going to play that here in just a minute. But um, here we go. The vaccine, now this is not, um, this is not the Trump 
one here. Oh, let me go back and just read this to you. So Americans are dodging a major bullet. Thank you, President Trump. Uh, dual vaccine efforts by the deep state and Trump. Uh, Nassara was originally designed to be a temptress to accept the vaccine to eliminate debt. Today, Trump came out and spoke with the Dow being up over 30,000 for the first time ever. Some of you will say this is a my dick is bigger than yours male ego thing, but he came out and said what he accomplished and didn't take questions. He just left. What the fuck just happened? Trump pulled us out of the Nasara and the deep state that the deep state had planned for us. Today, the numbers are at a record high. Today, his remdesivir became available for free. Now, I'm going to say this because I've heard some talk about this uh, on the radio. So they say that while his thing is free, there is an administration fee. So they're trying to, you know, scare people into uh, not getting it. Because now this is a, I think this is a, what do you call it? Not an injection, but a um, a drip, you know, kind of like an IV. So I think this is some kind of drip that goes in your arm. So you know, I could I could probably see where there would be a charge for that because you got to have bed space and and all that. And I don't know how fast it is. So at any rate, uh, okay. Now, um, but here's the thing. He just saved our, our asses is what happened. Uh, if they pull the plug on the economy, the whole world knows they are evil and what they are doing. But you won't have to do a mandatory vax of aborted fetuses to survive. Whoa, what did I just say here? Now, let's talk about this vaccine. I'm going to come back to this in just a second. Uh, I, well, actually, let me just finish this up and then we'll, we'll jump back. How about that? So, Friday, the deep state vax rolls out. We have a choice, thanks to Trump. So, now that they have to lock the people, they they want to lock the people down and there is a cure available, why are we masked up and locked down? Why are businesses choking? All of it is very unnecessary. Be well, be best. Where we go one, we go all. Now, We're going to talk about, I've got a clip I'm going to play here in just a second about that vax. Let me see here. Uh, Well, let me just play that. Let's just do that. Because this lady is really on it, man. She talks about MRC5. MRC-5 is is something to Google. And recombinant. Uh, DNA, and there was something else, uh, but the name, now she's talking about AstraZeneca, that vaccine, uh, and she had a box, uh, I don't, I don't know how she got the box, but she's got the box, and, oh, there it is, hold on, back to it, all right, take a listen to this, now, I understand this is a video, so you're only getting the audio, so she's going to tell you to look at something, but then she's going to tell you what she's, what she's doing. So, uh, don't panic here. Okay. We're live on. We are back. Back to Instagram. 
Right, people, we have a bit of information. I want you to listen, hear this incredibly well. This is a fact. I want you to share this everywhere. I want you to screen grab it. I want you to copy it, whatever it takes, because they will take this down. This is fact. Share to all of your Bible groups or anybody else that uh, doesn't want aborted fetal tissue fragments put into them or their DNA changed. This is a fact. This is the in this is the packaging of the AstraZeneca COVID nineteen vaccine. Okay, right in front of you. I want you to look at this. Okay, I want you to look at it. it lists ingredients. Blah blah. I'm not interested in that right now. I want you to home in on this here. This is the COVID nineteen vaccine. Claire's just going to pull this up for you. This number. Okay, it's called Chad whatever that is, zero or whatever it is, times one. Okay, this is the Chad zero times one. Um, the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so Claire, go to the next one. Just wait one second, guys. Okay, so then you, you're going to go and go to researchsquare.com. It's really important, people, the reason we're doing these videos is because I want you to learn to do your own research. Don't rely on us or anybody else. Do it yourself. So we look up this CHAD zero times one COVID-19. And the first thing, before we go to what I bring there, is I, I'm looking and I'm thinking, oh, what's recombinant? What does that even mean? So I asked the new and I asked them, and everyone's like, gosh, don't know. So let's do, this is what you need to do. You need to Google every single word on here. Don't skip by it thinking, oh, that science don't understand. So Claire, let's look up this word on on. Uh, Wikipedia and straight away there you see it recombinant it's DNA our DNA molecules are DNA molecules formed by laboratory methods of genetic recombination such as molecule cloning to bring together genetic material from multiple sources creating sequences that would not otherwise be found in the genome okay you do that research yourself but my point is Again, it's right in front of your face that this stuff is in this vaccine. So they can call us crazies and, and, and terrible hosts that, that spread terrible fear-mongering things. They're putting it right in front of your face. Claire, go back to that uh, thing again. So what we're asking you to do is do your own research. Okay, we started it off for you. So back to this number. That means that that AstraZeneca package I just showed you, this is their vaccine. And as they go down... Again, we use direct RNA sequencing to analyze transcript expression from the CHAD, let's call it the CHAD vaccine, genome in human MRC5. So you think to yourself, oh, let's skip past that. A little bit complicated, must be a little bit scientific. No, look it up. And what do we find, Claire, when we look that up? MRC5 is originally developed from research deriving lung tissue of a 14-week-old aborted Caucasian male fetus. There you have it, Peaks. This COVID-19 vaccine that everybody is saying is going to save the world has a truckload of shit in it, but one thing it definitely has is the lung tissue of a 14-week-old aborted Caucasian male fetus. That's been replicated over and over and over again for a long time. So, yeah. you send this to every single Christian-loving pro-life person. 
forget the vaccine issue. Is everybody okay with having that injected into themselves or their children? It's utterly disgusting. So you share this. And I'm just going to leave one more. So you're going to see one more thing before we go. This. This is what they want. I put this on, on our social media. You can go and look at it. They're urgently seeking an artificial intelligence software tool to process the expected high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions. They know that this vaccine is going to hurt people or kill people so badly. People, it's in front of your face. Do your research. You, uh, rather than sharing this, try and grab it and, and make your own video of this. Uh, as in, I don't, you know, I don't know how you do it. I'm not technical. Because they will take this down. All right, we love you, peeps. You are absolutely immensely loved. Pray big. Pray this out. Okay, share. And there you have it. So that was, uh, you know, we all we all kind of knew, you know, and there's been talk of this, but now it's it's in your face. And this was uh, the video had a, um, it had the package, and and so it looked like it had so many doses in the package, and the package was opened up so you could see like all sides of the box. So it was like, you know, all un, undone or all, all unfolded or whatever uh, and laid out flat. So you could see this. So if you could see that video, it's pretty awesome. Now, I did share that on my social media. Uh, actually, I think it was just on Messenger because I can't figure out how to save it or put it on my um, Facebook uh, page. So I ended up sharing it with a number of people on Messenger. So, uh, really good stuff, and I, what I probably need to do, see, I don't have a package, though, so that, that's what makes it hard, but, um, you know, if I had a, a package, I could do, you know, or something, I could do a screenshot and then do the rest, uh, like she said, you know, just make your own video. Uh, but at any rate, it is what it is, so I've seen it for myself, and um, there you have it. That's what's in the vaccine, all right? So, now we're going to go back to, go back over. Oh, no, I wanted to be on my page. That's what I wanted to do. Um, so I'm going to, I have to scroll back down. I'm sorry. Um, so there, that's what's going on with the vaccine. Now, there's another video of a guy who was talking, um, about COVID. Now, he was on, where was he? Oh, I probably have that in here in my social media, in my messenger. Let me just pull it up there. It'll be a lot easier. Um, okay, here we go. All right, so this one, um, I don't know how, I don't think this one's too awfully long. Uh, again, this is a video, and you're only getting the audio, but uh, it's pretty much everything you need to hear. So when it sounds like there's other people talking in the background, it's only for a second. It's only for the video. Um, but here goes. I'm the developer of Linguistic Genomics, which was the first platform on which you could determine the intent of communication rather than the literal artifact of communication. 
but we've also used that technology for a number of other applications in defense and intelligence and finance, and most notably, in the early 2000s, my company was responsible for bringing down what was, at the time, one of the largest tax frauds in U.S. history. We maintained a series of inquiries into every individual, every organization, and every company that is involved in anything that either blurs the line of biological and chemical weapons or crosses that line in any of 168 countries. In 1999, there were a million patents digitized by IBM. And those million patents were the first time human innovation had been put into an electronic digital searchable format. We took that information and we did a very simple exercise using our linguistic genomics technology, where I made the horrific assessment that approximately one third of all patents filed in the United States were functional forgeries, meaning that while they had linguistic variations, they actually covered the same subject matter. In 1999, patents on coronavirus started showing up and thus began the rabbit trail. March 2003, panic grips Hong Kong as a deadly new virus sweeps through the city. In 2003, the Center for Disease Control saw the possibility of a gold strike, and that was the coronavirus outbreak that happened in Asia. They saw that a virus they knew could be easily manipulated was something that was very valuable, and in 2003, they sought to patent it, and they made sure that they controlled the proprietary rights to the disease, to the virus, and to its detection, and all of the measurement of it. We know that Anthony Fauci, that Ralph Barrick, that the Center for Disease Control, and the laundry list of people who wanted to take credit for inventing coronavirus, were at the hub of this story. From 2003 to 2018, they controlled 100% of the cash flow that built the empire around the industrial complex of coronavirus. The World Health Organization has officially named the, the new novel coronavirus, coronavirus the novel coronavirus the outbreak. The coronavirus outbreak. The coronavirus outbreak. Crisis, the World Health Organization is has a pandemic, an international a public health pandemic. emergency. While we know that the coronavirus manipulation started with Dr. Ralph Barrick in 1999. The major characteristics of SARS, MERS, and SARS coronavirus, too, it's a good way to... Ralph Barrick is the researcher at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, who is famous for his chimeric coronavirus research. In 2002, there was a recognition that the coronavirus was seen as an exploitable mechanism for both good and ill. On April the 25th, 2003, the U.S. Center for Disease Control filed a patent on the coronavirus transmitted to humans. Under 35 U.S. Code Section 101, nature is prohibited from being patented. Either SARS coronavirus was manufactured, therefore making a patent on it legal, or it was natural, therefore making a patent on it illegal. If it was manufactured, it was a violation of biological and chemical weapons, treaties and laws. If it was natural, filing a patent on it was illegal. In either outcome, both are illegal. In the spring of 2007, 
the CDC filed a petition with the Patent Office to keep their application confidential and private. They actually filed patents on not only the virus, but they also filed patents on its detection and a kit to measure it. Because of that CDC patent, they had the ability to control who was authorized and who was not authorized to make independent inquiries into coronavirus. You cannot look at the virus, you cannot measure it, you cannot develop a test kit for it. And by ultimately receiving the patents that constrained anyone from using it, they had the means, they had the motive, and most of all, they had the monetary gain from turning coronavirus from a pathogen to profit. Developing and owning a coronavirus vaccine has become a biotech arms race with political overtones. This vaccine gold rush is starting to bother me. Gold rush. Hmm. Let's keep that in mind. And so somewhere between 2012 and 2013, something happened. The federal funding for research that was feeding into places like Harvard, Emory, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. That funding suddenly became impaired by something that happened at the NIH, where the NIH got this little tiny moment of clarity and said, I think something we're doing is wrong. And in 2013, the NIH said, gain-of-function research on coronavirus should be suspended. The National Institutes of Health had a moral and social and potentially legal reason to object to research. But the letters that were sent to the researchers essentially said, you are receiving notice that we're telling you to stop. And now on the bottom of the page, we're gonna clarify what stop means. Keep going. But when the heat gets hot in 2014 and 15, what do you do? you offshore the research. You fund the Wuhan Institute of Virology to do the stuff that sounds like it's getting a little edgy with respect to its morality and legality. But do you do it straightway? No. You run the money through a series of cover organizations to make it look like you're funding a US operation, which then subcontracts with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The US could say, China did it. China could say, the US did it. And the cool thing is, both of them are almost telling the truth. So that's the end of that. So that was a really interesting video um, in, you know, it made me think of when he said that, you know, you can't test it or measure it or anything else. And then here comes Trump saying, we got the test. We have more tests than anybody else and all this other so that now seems like a really 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 big statement and he said it numerous times in all those pressers so something big happened for him to even be able to get that right so now we've got all these these uh tests and stuff going on and now they want to lock us back down so here's something that somebody pointed out and i don't remember i think it was probably x22 and I, you know, I've already read this to you. I've already said it on my social media. What is the purpose of pushing these vaccines? Now, no matter what, no matter what you think of the, the vaccine or the uh, therapeutic, um, either way, 
there is a cure, there's a vaccine, there's no reason to be locked down, there's no reason to be masked up. But what are they doing? They're locking us down and making us mask up everywhere we go, at least in some states. Now, some states are more fortunate, but I'm in North Carolina, and uh, we had these mask mandates. And so there you have it. Uh, I think they're, they're even wanting us to call and report each other if we have, you know, on our neighbors. If we have more than, I don't know, six people or something like that, then, you know, we're supposed to be tattling. We're turning adults into kindergartners. Welcome to 1984. So there you have it. Uh, that's pretty much all I had for right now. Um, I have another topic I'll do. And that one I will, uh, I'll do a separate um, uh, thing for. But just know that there was a dual timeline. We've talked about that before with the vaccines, uh, Trump versus deep state or the Bill Gates vaccine. And then there was also a dual timeline on the monetary. So we had Nasara, which appeared to be a good thing. Now, what what I've been finding out and learning and in, in really just thinking about and wrestling with is that Nasara is actually a bad thing. Nasara uh, looks good. Uh, however, the way it was supposed to be implemented was you will take socialism. Oh, we'll delete all your debt, but you got to take that vaccine. You got to be a good little slave. And, you know, if you're not somebody who is on that belief system and you're not rehabilitative, rehabilitatable, however you say that, uh, you know, then you are worthy of death. And so, uh, but, you know, under Nassar, you wouldn't own anything. You're always a, you know, a tenant. You wouldn't own your house. Why would you? The government paid for it, right? So, you know, those are some things to think about. Now, I do think that there is a type of Nasara. I do think that Trump is planning something else, and it will not be called Nasara or Jasara. I do think that there is a debt relief coming. There is a gold standard coming. We've been talking about this for a hot minute. So there's, there's dual things going on, but just understand Nasara, as it stands in and of itself, right by itself, is not good. This is not good, and I think a lot of people, you know, are promoting it because it sounds good. You know, it sounds nice to have all our, our, our debts, you know, uh, erased and all that. That's great, you know, but the way they want to do it is not good, and so uh, I think, you know, we need to be realistic and say there's something else going on. Now, I think, you know, there there's one person I listen to, uh, their podcast, and, you know, they're, they're really just hell-bent for this. And I think that they uh, even come up with another word for uh, Trump's um, idea of Nasara, and I think they had a, another name for it. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, but um, I think we need to just, you know, just be careful, you know, because there's going to be a lot of enticing things, and you know, when when we've been out of work for nine months of the year and you know somebody comes along and says we'll we'll re- erase your debt 
You know, you won't have to pay your car note or your house or nothing else. Uh, but you got to take this vaccine. You know, you got to have your papers and blah, blah, blah. Run from it. But see, the thing is, we've been out of work for so long that that's going to look awfully enticing to a lot of people. Some of some people have been working, you know, and they're not really affected by by the whole coronavirus thing. Some people are. So I just wanted to put that out there, and you know, just have you be on high alert for that. And um, I think that's all I've got for now. Blessings. Where we go, one we go all. Feet as 